What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sport Dispenser here, and today I cannot be more excited to record this podcast. This podcast will be just giving my opinion on the NFL news that, that has been going around recently. And the three topics that I plan on covering is the whole Cowboys fiasco, the Jadavion Clowney trade trade situation, and my opinion on the Antonio Brown drama bullshit that he tried to pull. So... Yeah, the reason why I'm so excited is because I get to shit on the Dallas Cowboys and just how butt-fucking-stupid both management is and and the players are. So let's, let's just hop right into it. If you're a Cowboys fan, I deeply apologize because it's not your fault. I don't really blame you for picking the Cowboys to be your favorite team because one, you may live in Dallas, or two... They're America's team. They're America's sweetheart. They're the richest team. You want to choose them, the power to you. I could give less of a shit. But boy, is your management team fucking retarded. And so are your players. So let's just talk about the big three on off. All right, so let's just get into it with Ezekiel Elliott. He's trying to pull a Le'Veon Bell. And I I don't understand it. I do not understand it. Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott, if you want to be rich, have endorsements, and all of the above, just whatever the fuck you want, I get that Dallas is not the perfect place for that, but when you're America's team and you're the richest NFL team, the Cowboys are one of the poster boys for the NFL. What are you going to do? Go to the fucking Vikings or something? If you want money, look no further. You're there. They offered you a contract. And if you want to hold out, okay, what are you going to do? You're, you're like under contract for, I believe it's two more seasons. You'll be stuck there again. <laughs> like I don't get the thought process here. I really don't. They offered, it was a report that came out that the Cowboys offered contracts to Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper that made them top five paid at their respected positions. If I'm Ezekiel Elliott and I get paid a top five offer, you can say Zeke's the best running back in the NFL, and that's completely fair. But if I get a top five offer, take it endorsements you'll get endorsements you're on america's sweetheart you're on america's team i don't there it's that's so stupid if he wants to pull a Le'Veon bell so be it if i'm the cowboys though running backs they're expendable they really are it sucks that to draft them with the fourth overall pick that was a really stupid decision Zeke is a top running back in the game. It sucks you picked him with the fourth pick, but sometimes you just got to cut your losses. I think if I'm the Cowboys, I'm letting Zeke go. You're a running back. Zeke has red flags all over the place. He gets in trouble every offseason. I'm letting the fucker go. And Zeke Elliott, I have nothing against the guy. It may sound like it because I just called him a fucker, but that's just how I talk. I apologize. Zeke, I'm sure is a good person. I'm sure is a nice guy. I'm just thinking to myself, 
if I'm offering this guy a top five in a, a top five contract for running backs, and he's saying no after all the red flags that he's had, that you're on one of the poster boys for the NFL and you have the audacity to say no. That's that's retarded. That's actually I couldn't I could not imagine being Zeke's management team. Like, no, mm No, we want more. Let's just say you'll want more. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but no, no. Actually, no, no. If you were on the Bills and they offered you a top five contract and you were playing the same way that you've been playing with, with Dallas and you say no, I'd say fair enough. You're at Buffalo. It can't be too enjoyable there. But you're on Dallas. You're with the Dallas Cowboys. I couldn't. That's so stupid. Now, let's get into Dak Prescott because he 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 might be stupider. Dak Prescott may be stupider. Dak Prescott was offered a contract worth $30 million per year. Dak Prescott, in my opinion, is a good leader, but when it comes to your quarterbacking talent and your skills, he's not very good. He can't throw the ball 40 yards down the field. I really don't think he can. <laughs> Dak Prescott, I'm sh- like, you're a good quarterback. Oh, well, okay, you're a mediocre quarterback. I don't want to say good. Like, you, your team was not very good before you, you got Amari Cooper. Dak Prescott, I'm sure you're a good leader. And $30 million per year for a mediocre quarterback, you take that. Any day of the week, you say, yes, I, yes, sir, Mr. Jerry Jones, I accept. And you kiss his ass all the time because he's giving a because he's giving you a mediocre quarterback thirty million dollars a season. Thirty million. The audacity on this man. And then a report comes out maybe the next day or two days later saying, You want forty million? You wanna be the highest paid by like I forgot the Russell Wilson contract, but it's more than one or two million. You want to be the highest paid by a brick. Oh, my God. I couldn't. Uh, If they give Dak Prescott that contract, why? And I don't want to hear the argument, oh, well, look at what Carson Wentz got paid. I don't give a fuck about what any other quarterback got paid. I really don't. If Carson, if the Eagles want to give Carson Wentz that much money, okay, cool. But when it maybe the Eagles overpaid for Carson Wentz, but that does not make it right for the Cowboys to overpay by ten to twenty million dollars a season for Dak Prescott. I have nothing against Dak. I think he's a great leader. I just don't think he's a great quarterback, obviously. You're not the best quarterback in the NFL. You're not. You're just not. You want $40 million per year. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm offering you a one-year $15 million deal and saying prove that you are worth that much money. If I'm the Cowboys, that is exactly what I'm doing. And if he says no to that offer, cut his ass. You don't need a mediocre quarterback. Tank for a quarterback. That's all you got to do. Like, 
the Cowboys got to be more cutthroat with this. Dak Prescott will find a job elsewhere. He really will. He'll be just fine. Not for $40 million a year. If if I'm if my name is Jerry Jones and I'm the the head guy for the Cowboys, I'm saying Dak Prescott, we respect what you want, but here's a one-year $15 million deal. We're not comfortable giving you 40, but we want you to prove to us that you're worth 40. And if he is just disgusted by it and he says no, cut his ass. Try Actually, no, no, no. Try to trade him first and then cut his ass. Because you're not even worth 30. You're not. And, he, and people want to give the argument that, oh, look at his stats compared to these other guys' stats. Ooh, look at that. He's better. Ooh, he has more wins than Carson Wentz. Okay, yeah. That's a really big category. I give him the benefit of the doubt there. That's cool. But just because the Eagles overpaid for a quarterback doesn't mean the Cowboys should. I don't. It's so stupid. <laughs> They're so stupid. And Amari Cooper, if he wants big money. it What these players don't understand is that in order to have a roster, there's this thing called the salary cap. Like that, like that is a thing in the NFL where you have to stay under this amount of dollars. You have to be under that. And there are exceptions if you want to go over it. Or at least I there or at least I'm pretty sure there are for the NFL. I'm not exactly sure on the whole contract rules side of things, but I think you I think there are exceptions to that rule, kinda like how it is in the NBA. <coughs> My apologies. But I think that these guys don't get that. They think it's like baseball where you can just pay any player any amount. Because the Cowboys, the Cowboys front office, I, I, I've been dicking on them this whole time, but I'll give them praise. They've built one hell of a defense. And they're, for the most part, young players. And they've done their job with securing Demarcus Lawrence for however many years they signed him to. But guys like Leighton Vander Esch, Byron Jones, players like that, who have done a really good job on your defense, they're going to want money. And if I have a choice between sign Dak and Zeke to insane amount of money, to Leighton Vander Esch and Byron Jones to insane amount of money, I'm picking Leighton Vander Esch and Byron Jones, even if you overpay for them. I pick them over Dak and Zeke 10 times out of 10. Do you want to know why? Because one, Byron Jones is already a top 10 cornerback in the NFL. Leighton Van Der Esch, in two, he's, he is to me like a Luke Keekley. You gotta re-sign him to however many dollars that he wants. That's just what you gotta do. And if you, and if you pick a running back and a mediocre quarterback over that then I'm sorry, you're just stupid. You're, you're, you're just dumb. You gotta re-sign these guys. I don't... I don't get it. The main points of this Cowboys section of this podcast was that the players don't understand that there's a salary cap. The management... Dak Prescott, give him a one-year deal, say prove that you're worth this this much money. I'd cut Zeke right fucking now. I'm not giving him top money. You're a running back. 
you're one hell of a running back. You're top three in the league, but you're you're a running back. I can draft one in the third round and be just fine. You don't need a top running game to win titles. That's a that's me paraphrasing from what Jerry Jones said. And Amari Cooper, you, you like Amari Cooper to me is the most understandable guy in this whole situation. I can understand where he's coming from because he changed this team the most. The moment he got in there, they started winning games. Now. I don't think you pay him twenty million a year, hell, even eighteen. But I'd give him money. I would throw him a bag, and if they don't, then if I had to pick one of those three guys to to pay, it would be Amari Cooper. Cause I want to draft a quarterback and get him in here with a top ten receiver and one hell of a defense. I'd cut Zeke right fucking now, or at least try to trade him first, and I would give Dak a one year deal and say prove it. That's that's what I do for the Cowboys because you gotta save money for that defense. All right, let's move on. That was, that was a good little segment, but let's just talk about the Antonio Brown helmet saga because I get that it's over now, but I but I want to give my opinion on it. So let's just get right into it. Antonio Brown caused a lot of trouble for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He requested a trade. Pittsburgh got him the hell out of there for a third and a fifth. That to me. At the time of that trade, you can go back and listen to the podcast. I was really confused on why Pittsburgh could only receive a third and a fifth as most likely their best offer. I was confused. I I was shocked, bamboozled, all of the above. I just, I was confused. Now I see why. <laughs> like, my eyes have been opened. He has not played a single snap for the Oakland Raiders. And he went into whatever treatment, I don't know what these specifics are, but his feet got fucked up. His feet, I watched the hard knocks. He needs to get used to like the new skin or whatever because the old skin got fucked up. So he has to get used to new skin and his feet are like trying to adapt to that. And then you have the audacity after already fucking up immensely being out for training camp because you decided to go to France and do training stuff when training camp's right around the corner. But hey, the power to you, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. Just don't do, just don't fuck up that bad. But you fucked up that bad. And you come back with the audacity to say, hey, this is what I'm going to (laughs) do. Watch this play. I can't have my old helmet back, so I'm going to bitch about it. You're a, I don't, I think, 30-year-old man. I get it. It limits your vision. I understand that. But if the players want safety, it's the, it's the job of, I don't really know who, to make the game safer for the players because you don't want to have head damage when you're 60 kind of like how Muhammad Ali has it now that's a kind of off the wall comparison but you get what I'm trying to say it's safer do you want to have head problems when you're 60 or hell even 50 (laughs) I understand it AB you're to me the best receiver in the NFL it's just you cause so much problems I think he'll be off the team in two years 
he's this generation's Terrell Owens to me, or at least I think that's what's going to happen. Like, you have the audacity to come back and say, no, I'm going to threaten retirement because I cannot get my helmet. You file a grievance to the NFL. The NFL just says, no, dude. Like, what? No. <laughs> like, that's the stupidest request we've ever heard. And this is what he does. He just says, okay, <laughs> I'll come back. Like, you just spent all of that time. You just put the Raiders into the news more and more. And you just come back to the, okay, that's fine. I'll come back. I'm excited to come back, guys. Well, hope you guys will have me. What? <laughs> what? After all of that complaining, you threaten retirement. Antonio Clown, ladies and gentlemen. Antonio Clown. It's it's crazy. It's just wild. I can see why Pittsburgh could only get a third and a fifth for him. Because drama in the NFL is not worth it. It's really not. And most teams were smart enough to see it. Buff, buff, bu- Buffalo is probably thinking to themselves, whoop, good job, guys. We dodged a bullet. Good work, everybody. High fives for everyone. Now that that's done, let's talk about the Jadavion Clowney situation. Jadavion Clowney wants big money. I don't quite think he's worth big money. But... Now he's on the trade market for an offensive tackle. If I'm the Texans and you're dead set on not giving him big money, I think you're playing the situation perfectly. Texans need an offensive tackle. I, I, I didn't really prepare much for this podcast, so I don't really have best fits for him. But Jadavion Clowney, to me, if I'm a team that has cap space, that has a championship window kind of creaked open that you want to Bust the door down and say, hey, we're here to win the championship. You make room. You make room. You trade for him. That's what I would do. I'm not sure which teams are exactly that. I really don't. I did not prepare for this podcast much at all. But Jadavion Clowney, to me, I don't think he's worth $20 million a year. I don't think he's worth DeMarcus Lawrence money. He's not worth Aaron Donald money. I'll tell you that for sure. But trading him for an offensive tackle, it sucks that you have to do it, but you have to do it. Jadavion Clowney, you're a hell of a D-end. If you want to play for a winner for a long time, take less money. (coughs) Damn, sorry about that. But Deshaun Watson is a young quarterback that's a damn good young quarterback, only going to get better. With DeAndre Hopkins, you can be a cornerstone for that defense. Deshaun Watson, and what you need in the NFL to win games is a quarterback and a guy who can get the quarterback. Deshaun Watson's a quarterback. Jadavion Clowney can get the quarterback. Just come on. Jadavion Clowney, I get it. Oh, I I want big money. Too fucking bad, dude. Like, the, the... like the NFL to me that these days are all is all about money to me. I think playing for winners does not matter that much. I think kind of like 
Antonio Brown going to the Raiders or Le'Veon Bell going to the Jets. Do they really think they're going to win there? They really think that this is a better situation to win a championship? Jadavion Clowney, if you want a long-term situation where you'll be at least a good team for a very long time, look no further. You're, you are literally there. I'm not sure where he wants to go, but if I'm a team that's kind of that's kind of lurking to win a championship, that has an offensive tackle, give me Jadavion Clowney. I'd do it in a heartbeat. That's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at SPWS Podcast. This is a fun one to make. This is all just top of the dome. Just spitting shit. <laughs> because, because, I mean, one, it's kind of funny. And two, that's where you'll get the most... That's where you'll get like the honest reactions is when I'm just talking off the top of the dome. So, uh, yeah, kind of like freestyling, but not really... Because I'm a suburban white kid that makes sports podcasts. But, (laughs) yep, uh, that's going to do it for me today. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast and have a good day.